Hello, everyone. I'm Mike Fingeroff, a technologist with the Catapult High-Level Synthesis Group. With me is Ellie Burns, Director of Marketing for the Catapult product line. In the world of AI, a key concept is how to train a neural network to perform a particular task efficiently and accurately. Then, a hardware solution is created that uses the results from that training, and this is called inferencing. People often are confused about these two concepts, so we will be discussing them today. We will also be discussing the role of AI within the industry. So one of the things that, that people often differentiate between when talking about uh, neural networks is they talk about training versus inferencing. Can you expand on that a little bit? Yeah, so that's really important to understand in that a neural network, as opposed to a normal algorithm, a normal algorithm, you tell it, this is how you process, this is exactly what you do, you go from step A to step B to step three. In a neural network, you first have to train the network and then you can use it. So there's the training part, which is basically training or learning, and the inference being part, which is basically using it after it's been trained. So before a DNN can be deployed, you know, that algorithm is first defined by the uh, algorithm engineer, right? Then it's trained, and you typically use some sort of ML framework, right? So an example of this is TensorFlow by Google, Cafe, PyTorch. There's several different frameworks generally based on Python, but there's other different infrastructures that can help with the basically algorithm and training process. Basically, that training process consists of feeding really large data sets, like I said before, you know, the, the image net, which is now up over several million images, like I said, tens of thousands or millions, but they need to be labeled. So that's the important part is that you feed that into the network and then you calculate an error based on the network output and how it compared to the expected result. So then if you go through and you first go through and you say, is this a cat? The, the image is labeled as a cat, but it came, you know, the image, the network goes through and says, oh, I, you know, I think that this is 20% a cat or, or only 5% a cat, right? So then you use that error to then tune the weights of the network. So the next time it goes through, it's a very iterative process. So really what you're trying to do is continue to feed different images in and tune the weights of the network so that eventually it converges on the correct answer. So when you hear these terms about error rate and all these things, that's really what it's trying to do is continue to say, I'm gonna feed different paths in through this network until it gets the correct answer. So that's really where it's this training process that I was telling you about that's extremely computational complex and really requires millions and millions of computations. And as I said, can take weeks of training time on high performance GPU farms. Right, so the training process is typically used also in floating point, right? So floating point is very accurate and it needs this in order to feed back on this error in order to get this mathematically correct. As opposed to the inferencing side, so once you have those weights, you can then take the weights and then feed in new data and then use that basically in deployment. So think about, you know, okay, I'm gonna use, I'm gonna train everything up on a big CPU farm and then what I really want to do is deploy this to my small little device or watch or, you know, glasses or something like that. And at that point, I need to just take those weights and be able to, to put them onto dedicated hardware, right? So I can then 
turn that into, you know, very focused hardware. I can do, turn it into what we call fixed point arithmetic, right? So, and that it doesn't need to be floating point. I can make it smaller bit widths. Essentially, in kind of in hardware terms, I get to keep making that network kind of a little bit smaller and a little bit smaller and trying not to affect the, the data rate. So really what we're trying to do is make it smaller, lower power, and not affect that. So that's really kind of inferencing and training. It's kind of different hardware requirements is really kind of the big piece of that. So we're seeing these inference engines being deployed across a a wide range of applications, anywhere from handheld applications where your cell phone is able to process images directly via the camera to more kind of safety critical like autonomous driving. How good are these networks really performing? You know, how accurate are they uh, if they're being used in some of these more safety critical applications? Yeah, that's a really good question because what we're seeing is I know that AI and ML, it's been a big buzz out there, but it's still really young and emerging, right? These algorithms are changing all of the time. So, you know, while they're still, you know, very advanced compared to a decade ago, I'd say they're pretty simplistic compared to the human brain, right? We're still not near to the point of what a, what a human brain can do. So today's state-of-the-art CNN really... Like, for example, it focuses on a static image, you know, really one image at a time. So if you think about what it can do, a CNN can recognize, you know, for example, I've got a pedestrian standing on a sidewalk, but the CNN right now doesn't do things over time. It's not predictive, right? So I can't predict whether that pedestrian's about to step in the street. And also, you know, modern CNNs don't really consider all of the data in the frame, right? So it if I'm a car, I need to just really think about you know, what's in front of me, what's on the road, what's to the side of the road. I don't need to see what's in the sky. I don't need to process all of the things. So, you know, the things that a human can do where you are driving, think about all the decisions you're making where you see something way far down the road. You can make a judgment of, you know, what might it do based on your past experience Right now, AI and ML doesn't have that. It's, it's really just processing images and trying to tell you what's in that image. But the human brain gets to take the experience of that and put that there. So again, we have got a long ways to go before we get to the point of, of putting all of those things together. So, so what are the industries that you see that are either interested or currently using artificial intelligence and machine learning, as well as what are the types of applications that they're focusing on currently? You know, we're starting to see it. I'm starting to see it in so many places that, you know, I didn't, I didn't even really expect. I mean, all those, the standard ones that you're seeing. So, you know, all the different things we've heard a lot about autonomous drive and, and all of the vision things. But I want to focus that a lot of them have been not really in placing workers, but really looking at productivity. What computers are really, really good at is taking huge amounts of data and processing through that data and, and finding patterns. So if you think about what, what that kind of gives you in productivity. So we're seeing things in computer vision for things like like autonomous drive, we're starting to see, you know, and be able to image recognition, but also like we've been working with Facebook and Facebook is doing kind of the next generation of augmented reality and virtual reality. So be able to bring, you know, the application of virtual reality to the glasses that you can wear around. 
right? So really fascinating stuff. Also a huge boon in healthcare and medicine. If you think about what is healthcare and medicine, a lot of that is images. So you could have thousands and thousands of images and use AI to begin to more quickly, more readily uh, discover, let's say, you know, in, in cancer and different treatments. So really to process that kind of images. And then along, obviously, with security and facial recognition and all that sort of stuff, we're starting to see that, that grow. The other thing that I'm finding interesting is natural language processing, right? So voice assistants, other things like that in translation. So we're starting to see that AI is very, very good at recognizing these patterns in, in language. And then as 5G and AI and ML are coming together, right, if we look at, at IoT devices, you know, right now an IoT device is kind of, you know, your Fitbit. It, it, it tracks what you're doing, but it right now doesn't have a ton of high-end really smarts in it. So we're starting to see as 5G and, and, and ML are coming together, you could have all these devices connected, but the last thing that you want to do is have to send all of the data. Let's say you've got something that can scan images, you know, as you're walking around. You don't want to send all of that up into the cloud. What you want to be able to do is process that as much of it directly when the image scans in. So can I, can I do all this recognition and give you all this data immediately at a very low power, right basically at the edge where the data is coming in? So one of the biggest things that we're starting to see right now is rather than having AI and ML and deep neural networks processed up on the cloud, we're seeing a big move where somehow companies want to have applications where you can put all this basically smarts, not only in your cell phone, but in your watch, in your glasses, and all of these things are, you know, little devices that are in your home at the edge. Thanks, Ellie, for clearing up the differences between training and inferencing. It's amazing to see the wide range of AI applications in the industry, and I'm sure we will be seeing even more impressive products in the near future. Tune into our next podcast, where Ellie and I will discuss the challenges that the AI hardware team faces. We will also discuss how AI is moving to edge IoT devices.